Hi, it's Mitch from PickDogs.com here with Chris Ruffalo. It is, what day is it? It's Tuesday. Is it Tuesday? Tuesday. Tuesday, August 9th, 2022. It's that time of year, right? Where it's like, we know there's football on Thursday. Um, mm-hmm. You know, we got the NFL regular season is less than a month away. Starts on um, September 8th this year, Thursday night. Los Angeles Rams taking on the Buffalo Bills. And, of course, I'll be live at halftime for that one. Can't wait. I don't know if I'll be live at halftime for any of the preseason. I certainly could use the work. Are you, um, you excited to get back to doing the preseason shows? Or, sorry, not the preseason, sorry, the halftime shows? I think sometimes I really like the halftime. Sometimes I don't, you know? It's like I think I like it because we win. It seems we win an awful lot at halftime. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. The thing I don't like is that we get, because the popularity of our halftime shows, we get that element of people that are just there to create, you know, to yeah, a, a negative situation, you know, and to, 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 you know, get me going, which is not that difficult. I mean, you know, it's, people are like, you need to let that shit go. It's like, yeah, right. It's like, you, and we all know that's not going to happen. I'm going to blow a gasket. That's what I do. <laughs> <laughs> There's three sure things in this world: death, taxes, and Mitch blowing a gasket and calling people names. Oh yeah, I'm, I'm a name caller. We know that. It's like it's like let it go. It's like yeah, right. It's like why let it go when I can blow a gasket? You act like a two year old. Wow, <laughs> last year was last year was a one year old. That's like, progress. It's like you have stuff you need to work on. Yeah, well, you have stuff you need to work on. You walking dump truck. <laughs> well, it's like is that is is acting like a two year old? Is that an upgrade or a downgrade from toddler? Because that's where we were a year ago. I just need to know. I need to know where I am on the barometer of things. It's a synonym. It's almost like right next to each other it's just a different meter yeah i'm sure we'll have plenty of it this year but um i'm excited to get started um opening weekend vegas um for me so uh be interesting to see i don't know if i'll just be live on youtube um from the from a book or something or if i will be you know back at my room doing it i'm not really sure what i'm gonna do I never asked you this, but all the times that we we met up in Vegas, did, did you have a favorite sports book that you like going to more than anyone else? I like the one that I'm winning at. Fair enough. Okay. <laughs> so it just depends. Um, usually, I'll tell you, I've had more success at um, at MGM than okay. in most books. Um, I've done well at MGM. I've done, re- you know, that's probably because I've played there the most. Um, at Superbook, you know, I've done I've done well at, at the Westgate. Yeah, I mean those are really the the two that that stand out. Last time I was at Aria a lot, so I don't know. It's yeah, I mean you could hate MGM if you want. I I I like the I don't like the new setup of it, but the old setup was fine, and they were always nice to me. They all know me, um, so you know when you know the people, they take care of you, and if you take care of them, normally they take care of you. But uh, we got full Major League Baseball card today. Yesterday, um, four favorites, three dogs on that card of seven. You know, and I said yesterday on the show, take all the dogs. Just take all the dogs and you'll come out ahead. I'm not sure if that happened or not. Because um, one of them was the Angels, and they had to believe they were a mild dog. So I had two of them. I had Orioles and Giants, so they were plus 300. Yeah, you actually you would have ended up slightly ahead um, on that. <laughs> 
because you were in minus 400 and then you would have been plus three plus about 410 so you would have ended up 10 bucks ahead the sports book app sucks i agree with you on that one um i think that i actually like the caesars app so that i would say of the apps the william hill formerly the william hill now the caesars app that's the one that i like the best but I think with tickets, like with the tickets, I just do better with the MGM tickets. And um, I like the machines that you don't have to, you know, that you can buy the tickets at. You still have to cash out at the register. Um, but I think you're right. The app could use some work, the BetMGM app, for sure. Not as good as some of the others. I think that, you know, I think all the apps could use a little work. I'll tell you when I was walking through MGM, that's all they were plugging. They had everybody yeah. out on the floor, just like pushing the app, pushing those, uh, pushing like the, the like the the electronic kiosks for the yeah. tickets, and that's what they were pushing. Was there like yeah. everywhere they had someone pushing the app, and um, you know, but the app there, it's do I have it app? I'm not even sure if I have it or not. I think that the I think you know being able to to load, um, I think being able to load your bankroll with a credit card is one of the great things. You know, it's like not having to worry about the ATM and having all that cash on you and everything like that. I think being able to do that is really good. I think if you were able to withdraw um, to your checking account or something, that would be great too. You know, this way you don't have to carry that cash, which is yeah. a big pain in the ass, which, I mean, there are worse problems to have than a wad of cash in your pocket. I think for me, it would just be if they were, I know some, maybe they can't help, but like controlling the processing times. Like I know some, some places are doing it as fast as a couple hours now, but I don't know, some digital just for me, seems like it could maybe get done faster. I don't know. Yeah. Just seems like it. Anyways, um, got um, got a bunch of games today. So, uh, you know, what was the biggest surprise for you yesterday? Um, and I know you alluded to this: the Padres' inability to score runs yet again. I, I won't lie; I was on the Padres yesterday. Burn my burn my butt, but I just. I don't know how that game finishes one nothing. I know, you know, Blake Snell and Alex Wood were, were two solid pitchers. I, again, I just don't know how the Padres couldn't produce anything. And the Padres are on my, my crap list now. I think they're just way, way um, overrated um, Padres. For me, it's like I had the Orioles as my $15 big play. And um, I was surprised that they just jumped all over the Jays like that. They caved a few times and it looked like they were in trouble and got out of it every single time. I mean, I, for me, the Orioles are, are surprised. Just I know a lot of people just thought that maybe they would fold when Trey Mancini got traded, but it almost seems like it's galvanized them and helped them play a little bit better. Anyways, what's that now? 20, 22 and eight in their last 30 or something. Yeah, they are cruising. They've got a little tougher matchup today. I think tomorrow's game is a little more interesting than today, but um, yeah, let's just look at some of these games. We get right into it. Let's see. What we got Tuesday, August 9th. We've got a double header in Kansas city where the Royals are taking on the white Sox. 
We got the Phillies, Marlins, and then the Orioles um, try to make it back to back against the Jays. Tough, um, tough to beat the uh, tough to beat the uh, Jays twice in a row. Yeah, no, it is for sure. But that that price, I'm not gonna lie, it feels a little odd to me. I mean, maybe it's you know my my bias. Just it feels weird with Alec Manoa. You know, not uh, not a heavy favorite with Kyle Bradish on the other side. So, me lean towards the under in that game. I think it's I think it's a lower scoring game, kind of like we saw on uh, on Monday, at least from Toronto's perspective. I, I wasn't expecting the the runs to be at a premium for the Jays as much as they were, but uh, I still think Manoa keeps the the Orioles in check here. I think it's a it's a low scoring game, first to four wins in that one, and I'm going to take the Phillies on the run line, Miami right now couldn't score if their lives depended on it three runs or less allowed or sorry three runs or less scored in 24 of their last 31 games so i think uh zach wheeler pitching as well as he has all season holds down the marlins and that uh, guides him to a win on the run line here yeah it's like i wish there was a way i could take the marlins in this game but i just can't i don't even see a path to it you know it's like obviously laying that kind of money on zach wheeler just not in my wheelhouse um, minus two fifty. Braxton Garrett's a good pitcher, but it's like he gets past like the fifth inning, fourth and change, and he seems to get into some trouble. But you know, he's a strikeout guy too. I'd like the over in strikeouts for this game. I think first five <laughs> under all the way. Um, and uh, I like the Royals against the White Sox. Lance Lynn makes me sick. It makes me sick to my stomach. Is there is there a pitcher on the other side for that match? But I'm still seeing TBD. I thought it was Singer. I don't know if it could be. Is. I haven't seen. I, I'm just seeing DVD on, on uh, both sides for the Royals. Let me take a look. See what we got. Of course, better call Saul. One episode left. <laughs> so I'm not going to talk about it because uh, I'm going to spoil <laughs> it for everybody. I was going to say you almost started a riot in, in, uh, incited a riot with near spoilers last time. <laughs> yeah, it really. It, it's it's coming down to it, you know. It's the last show um, ever. It's been a journey, you know, that we've all been on together except for Chris. Um, you know, Breaking Bad and now Better Call Saul, which is before Breaking Bad, and now we're in Better Call Saul after Breaking Bad. You know, and it's, it's, it's you know, tough, but I think Carol Burnett is just phenomenal. Lights out, off the chain on uh, Carol Burnett performance on uh, Better Call Saul. I mean, how do you get Carol Burnett? You know, like, <laughs> <laughs> how do you pull those strings? It's like I don't think she's been in anything in like you know a zillion years, forty years at least. Is that what it is? Maybe Since I don't know. She hadn't been anything. But very because Carol Burnett show was what seventies and eighties maybe. Yeah, I know she was a big fan of Breaking Bad, a big fan. I believe she's friends with Vince Gilligan. Okay. So I know she was a big, big Breaking Bad fan, and that's probably why she did it. She just wanted to be in it. And maybe they just had that part, and it was just you know, hope this you know, cause no one else can be more perfect for that part. <laughs> She, she goes to her the life thing, you know, <laughs> you know where you push the button, the life life lock or whatever you call it. <laughs> it's like it's awesome, awesome. Anyways, we got the uh, 
Got the Red Sox taking on the Braves. Rich Hill back on the mound on the hill against Charlie Morton, who's been kind of finding his footing, but still not all the way there. Um, the Braves, you know, at this point, they might not catch the Mets. You know, I think I think it's time to, to hang on, to look at reality here and say, you know what, maybe the Braves don't catch the Mets. Then you got the Royals and the White Sox game two, and then Shane, baby, 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 Bieber up against the Tigers, who are lights out as a dog in this type of spot. What do you got, Chris? Yeah, that, that Tigers-Guardians game was kind of, you know, I didn't really go near it because Shane Bieber, obviously the better pitcher here, but he did struggle in a start against the Tigers earlier this year. I think he gave up five runs in six innings, and uh, Tigers ended up winning that game. So maybe lean towards the Tigers for, for, for the value if they can keep it close and uh, and steal it late, maybe take the plus one and a half. But I like the over nine and a half more than anything in that, uh, that Braves-Red Sox game. You know, you mentioned Charlie Morton. Sort of turning everything around, but he's alternated good and bad starts in his last five, so that would probably suggest that he's due for for a bit of a bumpy ride here. And uh, Rich Hill, a five-inning guy at best, and he gives up a fair bit of damage in those five innings. I think this one finishes at least six to five or something like that. So give me the over nine and a half Braves-Red Sox. So the Tigers have given up 484 runs this season, okay? And in the grand scheme of things, right, you look at the Blue Jays, right, who are first in the wild card in the American League. They've given up 463. So it's only 21 more runs that they've given up. And the same thing, you know, you go down and you look at the Orioles who are right there, you know. They've given up 454, you know. And the, the White Sox, who are right there in the Central, just two games back, 478 they've given up. So just six more runs, you know, than the Tigers have all season. The issue here is the Tigers have scored 354. And that is, you know... That's 15 times more than the Padres score in a month, but it's, you know, it's not good enough. You know, it's, um, it's, it's that close. You know, that's what, that's how close it is from being a really good team to a really bad team. They give up, you know, from first place to last place, they give up 484. If they give up 20 runs less and score 30 runs more, you know, so 30 runs more out of, so we're at the exact two thirds point of the season right now, right? We're exactly two thirds of the way through. This is the third of the season left, about 54 games um, for most teams. Um, so that's a third of the season. And, you know, you look at, at a stat like this and it's, you know, 30 runs one game, 30 the other. It's a run every three days, you know? That's all it is. It's a run every three days and a, and two run and, and 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 maybe two runs allowed or a run allowed every two or three days. That's all it is. The difference between being first place and last place. That's I mean, and you see people in the comments of the YouTube of like Romanelli's thing. You know, oh, I can't believe this team beat this team. Oh, it's rigged. It's like this is no. This is how freaking close it is. This is how close it is. It's like the Tigers have allowed 484 runs and have scored 354. The the Rays have scored 443 and allowed 421. So it's like they just have played fundamentally better baseball. But it's like over the grand scheme of things, it's like one run every two days. That's all it is. That's all it is. That's the difference. Baseball is, is game of inches. 
If the I think the Braves could still catch the Mets. It, believe me, all it takes two good weeks and two bad weeks, and both those teams fully capable of doing those sort of things. Um, but anyways, back to uh, back to these games. It's uh, Braves Red Sox. Royals White uh, Royals, Royals White, White Sox game two, two and Tigers Guardians. Yeah. So. I like the Braves personally in this one against the Red Sox. I just think the, I think it's time for the I think the Braves probably getting good value on them because of uh, how bad they were at, at in City Field against the Mets. And the White Sox probably win game 2. They probably split this thing cuz that's what they've done all season. White Sox, Royals. I'm doing the bookmarks as we as we're going. Yeah. That's what I'm doing. What are you selling white, today? Oh yeah. Oh, go I, ahead. Um, no, I was gonna say the White Sox. I think need this series. I mean, they need to take advantage of winnable games while they can get them. And I know Lance Lynn hasn't been great, but he, he, at least he's 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 a consistent start in that rotation. He hasn't been terrible. Like I mean, he's been bad all season, but his last couple of his more recent starts haven't been all that bad so at least provides some um some hope but uh for for me for what i got for sale today i got my 15 dollar pickoff play fortunately like i said we had the padres yesterday bit of a bumpy start to the week but uh come back with a vengeance on tuesday i really like my play today also got a three pack as well the 15 dollar play not included in that uh that uh three pack as well so i have four plays in total today or uh like I always say, use that promo code OG15 for uh, 15% off of Pick Dogs Premium. And also check out long-term stuff as well, because sometimes you get those um, those bonus plays in there that maybe don't make the package, but they're still premium plays. So, and you, and again, I can't stress enough: use that promo code. It's still it's going to be there till the end of August. So, get to, especially the football right around the corner. You're probably going to want to hop on something long-term as well. So we're all looking forward to. Yeah, I have my $15 big play. I haven't put in my other picks yet. I just run way behind these days in the morning. Just a lot going on. But I have a bunch of plays I know that I will be putting in. I'm, I've hit my last three $15 big plays. I had the Orioles yesterday. So, Raven, Ron, you weren't the one that told y'all. I've had my pick in probably <laughs> six, ten. I had my pick in probably 12 hours before you gave out that pick. If you actually did give it out anywhere. Um, I put my pick picks in the night before my $15 big play. And um, so, you know, I'm sure there were other people that also had the Orioles. So you didn't tell you all, you know, maybe you told yourself. Um, certainly don't bet my, make my bets for me. I find that, I find those type of comments annoying. I told you, thank me later. It's like, man, we should just do a show. I told you, you know, and just <laughs> go through all our winners, you know. Go through every winner that I gave. I know that I gave out some monster parlays recently on the weekend show. I know I gave out a couple monsters that hit, and I gave out that Tigers reverse run line. It was like plus 500 and something. 
I had Tigers first five, Tigers first run line, Tigers run line, Tigers everything, right? It's like we had that game. Um, and then the Rays, right, minus the two and a half with the Dodgers, minus two and a half parlay. But uh, my $15 big play, straight fire. Be sure to use that code AUG15. It's good on everybody's packages, not just ours. So uh, be sure to check it out. Good morning, everyone. Does Josh Hader even pitch for the Padres? I don't think they've had the lead like in a save situation since he's joined the team. I'll tell you what, Juan Soto sure is a happy guy every time he actually gets on base. <laughs> I'm sorry, you got a walk last night, and I wasn't watching the game at the time. I was like, oh, I wonder if he's yucking it up and celebrating. Break dance, and he lands in the pose. <laughs> How's the Vogue? <laughs> <laughs> Reaches in his back pocket and pulls out the cardboard mat and starts break dancing at second base. Oh, this is this isn't Vogue. This is if you like it, you better put a ring on it. If you like it, you better put a ring. Say whoa, oh, 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 oh. I think I found your new karaoke song. <laughs> <laughs> What's it? All single ladies. All single ladies. Yeah, All single. <laughs> well, uh, uh. don't ask me to be the backup dancer. I swear. If you like it, then you better put a ring on. <laughs> like you're doing this in Vegas, and me and Tony are your backup dancers. Me and Tony T. <laughs> <It's> like... <laughs> I love Beyonce. I think she should be the Super Bowl act every year at halftime. I vote for it. Oh man. All right, what do we got next? We got, if you like it, then you better put a ring on it. Mets, Reds. This is, I mean, this is the hero series. All the, everyone, take the Mets. <laughs> it's like, take the Mets run line. It's like, yeah, minus, still minus 160. Um, Cubs and the Nationals. Less convinced um, Stroman versus Espino than I was yesterday where it was kind of like you had to take the Cubs. And then you got Freddie Peralta pitching against the Rays. This is a good series, too. You know, this is a good one, too. What do you think of these? Yeah. Speaking of things that won't have a ring on it, Mike Miner pitching for the uh, the Reds today. Just he, he, You look at his last start, three runs over five and a third. Doesn't look bad, but gave up all three runs in a loss to the Miami Marlins, who, like we said before, couldn't hit their way out of a wet paper bag right now. And, you know, Carlos Carrasco... He does pitch better at home, but I, but I agree. Minus one and a half at minus 160. Absolutely nothing there. You'd have to have to go minus two and a half or pass in this one. I thought Dunn you know? pitched pretty well in that game. Justin, yeah, he, I thought he pitched yeah, really well. For, for, for what his number He got shaken number, up early, but outside, yeah. after that, he was, he was tough. I mean, for what the numbers were suggesting for him going into that game, I think he did pitch. He put it, he gave his team a chance to win and they yeah. the Reds had players they had chances they had chances they just did not convert on them but um he put his team in position the best that you could hope on the road against you know the Mets um yeah. you know he did the best that you could hope for Yeah well, I think oh, oh. that's going to be key key for them <laughs> you know long term keeping done in the rotation but uh I, I <laughs> Losing my damn focus here. <laughs> I'm gonna go with the under eight, under seven. 
Okay, get it together, Ruffalo. Okay. I'm going to take the under seven and a half or under eight Nationals Cubs. Uh, Marcus Stroman. Or sorry, I shouldn't say that. I should say the over seven and a half. Sorry. Uh, Marcus Stroman pitches far worse at home. I know the Nationals, you know, not a team that you can, um, you know, not a team you can bank on for reliable offense, especially after trading some of their guys away, most notably Josh Bell. But uh, I think this is just another one of those spots where, where Marcus Stroman struggles at home. And uh, as well as he's pitching, not a minus 200 pitcher for me. On the other side, Apollo Espino, he has had his bumps as well. And uh, I think this is one of those, this is this is going to be the game where we get into double digits. So give me uh, Nationals Cubs over seven and a half. Wasn't that another Kanye rant when Beyonce didn't win the Grammy for that? And he went up on stage he in went, front of Taylor Swift. And yeah. he's like, a, it's like, Taylor, I know you're, I, I'm going to let you have your moment, but Beyonce should have won this award. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I know you should have won the capping cha- world championship, <laughs> but Beyonce should have won this award too. I'll tell you what, man. I think the Reds get one from the Mets in one of these games. I I think this is a good dog slot. I think that the the Nationals, or I think if you take the Nationals here money line and the Reds money line, you're probably going to hit one of those minimum. I think the Nationals with the Spino have a better shot against Stroman. Stroman has not been good this year. I'm trying to pull up up his home ERA. I know it was like through four starts, it was up around nine. The Cards got him last time. He gave up those two bombs. Well, he had that one game against against the Cardinals. He's been absolutely shellacked, and I think that's his his issue. So 22 and two-thirds innings at home compared to 52, or almost 52 innings on the road. But at home this year... 0-3, 0-3, oh, a 7.94 ERA, uh, one and a half whip. All single ladies. All single ladies. It's kitschy. It's, that song just gets in your head, man. That's it. I don't know, man. I think that I like the Brewers in this game, but now that I see 162 on Peralta, I'm not liking it all that much anymore. I think it's the Rays are worth the shot here. I think even though game one of a series, they've been terrible. But the Brewers have not been good recently. either. getting kind of beaten up by the Cincinnati Reds. Both these teams have the same record. And both these teams, this is the, both these guys, they need this. You know, they need it. That American League wildcard race is tight as a vice, and the National League, the Brewers are on the outside looking in. When we look at um, when we look at the at the wildcard race here, um, it's um, the Rays are just a half game up on the Mariners and a game and a half on the Orioles. And um, when we look at the Brewers, they're now a game out um, from the Padres and uh, two games out on the Phils. And um, you know, both those trailing the the Braves and you know now it's the Cardinals putting some distance between them and the Brewers two games now in the National League Central so there's some big issues there you know Um, there's some big problems but um, both these teams very very much need this one I kind of like the Rays I don't like the way Peralta's pitched I haven't seen enough of him really since uh, since coming back from injury to 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 justify a minus one sixty price tag, I think he's still a good pitcher, but um. all right. Well, speaking of pretty good pitchers, we got Eric Quiddy up against Martin Perez and the Astros Rangers under. 
Um, we got Rockies versus Cardinals over, and then we've got A's versus Angels. Why bother playing? Chris, what do you think? <laughs> well, you read my mind on, on, on some of these, but uh, I like the under seven and a half in that uh, that Rangers Astros game. Martin Perez, you know, he's pitched well against the Astros this season. I don't expect it to, to continue long term, but he has pitched better on the road this season. Five and zero record and ERA just over two. And uh, I think Jose Urquidy, you know, does pitch well at home himself and ERA just over two at home in his starts this year. So give me the under seven and a half. The, the Astros continue to be kings of the under. And uh, I may get the foolish and lag vision here. I'm not sure I'm trying to get a read, but I'm going to take the Oakland A's here. You know, Shohei Otani hasn't looked good in his last three starts. James Caprillion starting to pitch a lot better than a lot of his numbers would indicate. And I just, even with Otani, I'm not trying to lay minus 185, minus 190 with the, with the LA Angels. So maybe take Oakland plus one and a half if you want the safety net, but maybe I'll go full value here and go for the Oakland A's on the money line. What about um, what about Miles Mikolos' ERA at Coors? <laughs> I, haven't, I don't know if he has a specific, I haven't looked to see what his ERA at Coors is. But, this, uh, is this is your homework for the next two minutes. Okay. See if you can see if you can get Miles Miklos's ERA at, at Coors. And make sure you, you you're gonna double do a doubled glasses check on this thing. Wait, where do you see this thing? This is like a this is like a Josiah Gray in night game type number. This is like it's like what? <laughs> it's like you. It's one of those things where it's like he's a really good pitcher, right? He's not like you know elite, right? He's not like matt greg maddox or like he's not like Degrom or verlander he's not like in that class but he's also he's not like in the anibal sanchez you know range <laughs> he's, he's above kind of that marcus stroman justin Steele, right so he's kind of like he's, he's good but it's like and then you see that era at cores and it's kind of like what <laughs> it's like what i say to the dog what <laughs> <laughs> Give me a sec here. He gets all, got it. Sam gets all excited when you do that. Like, what? <laughs> so you're talking career number at Coors? I believe that's the one. Starts with oh, the Spanish Ocho. <laughs> oh boy. Okay, hold on. All single ladies. All the single ladies. Oh. <laughs> this is my music while I'm on hold with my computer oh, oh, waiting oh, for it. Oh, 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 oh. What? <laughs> See? Did you find it? 8.44 ERA, two starts, three yep. appearances, so relief appearances. Ten earned runs, 12 total runs allowed, and ten and two-thirds. Yep. I'm just trying to see when he pitched there. Not that it matters. I mean, it matters in, in somewhat of a sense, but... Oh, yeah, he hasn't pitched there since 2019, and the one time he really got rocked was 2012, where he allowed three runs in one inning. Or three earned runs in one inning of relief. Last time he pitched at Coors, three runs, five innings. But it's given up five home runs in those ten innings, so. Yeah. I'll take it for what it's worth. Who's on the other side of that one? Who's, um, who's, who's going to try and put their finger in the dike? 
<laughs> Ryan Felder. <laughs> yeah, 3.2 innings last time. Eight hits against the Padres put 13 on them. Mm. Fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> the Marlins put nine on them. It's like, oh, it's not good signs. It's like, yeah, okay. the, the, when the Pirates put 10 on you, the Marlins put nine, and the Padres put 13 on you. This pitching thing, you might not might not be in your long term. You know, might not be your long term thing. All right, Let's see what we got next. Yeah, who's who's the one pitcher that like every time you see them like take the mound, you were laughing because you're like, this is too easy. Oh, it's got a lot of them. I mean, got you do, do you have like a, do you have like a like a top three? That are this year's version of that? Can be it can be, can be can be this year, can be you know, I'd say last like five, ten years. Well, I think I think that normally it's um normally it's been Justice Sheffield and Taiwan Walker after the break. <laughs> you know? I mean Justice Sheffield is normally good for a a, a crooked number, you know. I don't know. Three <laughs> every three every three out of five every innings that he pitches. I mean Oh, and now it's Lance Lynn. I mean, these days it's Lance Lynn. My favorite last year. Oh, was yeah, Mike Miner is definitely in that category. Last year was Ryan Weathers when he, whenever he was stepping to the mound oh, for the God. Padres. And he gave up five before he even threw a first pitch. If, if the year if he was, a, was getting as much exposure as it did this year, last year when Ryan Weathers pitched, you could probably retire on the money you would have made with uh, by fading that, or by going with the year fee. The year fee. <laughs> I kind of like the A's today too against Otani. Why not? Shohei. We got the Pirates taking on the Diamondbacks last night three nothing. It was um, it was actually I was watching Better Call Saul. I had it up on the other thing. I, it was like, it was one of those things where it's like I had the game on one of the top TVs, but I'm watching Better Call Saul and it's riveting as Better Call Saul is. It's like, I've still almost put, got put to sleep by the Diamondbacks game. It was like, <laughs> it, 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 was, it was really tough one. Then I watched also the Giants and the Padres. That was, that was excitement. I mean, it's like the thing about the Padres, it's not even like, you don't even feel like they're going to score. You know, it's like, they just kind of just sit there. Um, I mean, Alex Wood has really been the second a great pitcher. Um, so. Then you've got the Dodgers against the Twins. Urias against Joe Ryan. And then the Yankees and the Mariners. It was all Yankees last night in, in Seattle. Logan Gilbert... Um, I don't know. He's the one guy that can't seem to get it done against the Yankees. So we got these four. D-backs, Pirates, Padres, Giants, Dodgers, Twins, Seattle Yankees, all trying to put a ring on it. <laughs> yeah. I, you know, I, I, from what I did see from that, uh, that Giants-Padres game last night, you're right. It, it's almost like you're just waiting for – you're like, we might as well just let the Giants hit – nine straight half innings because the Padres aren't going to score. It's like they might as well just just concede and then just let to, let the Giants hit so we can just get out of here. So, uh, yeah, I, I'm a Joe Musgrove fan, which is Mitch has alluded to this in the past, but I can't 
I can't do the the Padres anymore. I lean towards the Giants with Alex Cobb pitching. Lesser of two evils right now, and uh, go with the Giants in that one. I'll also take the Pittsburgh Pirates with a shot here with Zach Thompson. He hasn't been great, but if there's a time where Thompson's going to rectify any of the issues that he's had post All Star break, it'd probably be here. I maybe maybe the over the better bet in that game in case he doesn't, and uh, the Diamondbacks get to Thompson here. I don't want any part of Tommy Henry. He didn't look good in his debut, and I think. Uh, I think we have a bit of a higher scoring game here. I think we get to nine, maybe 10 runs in that game. I also go with the, the Seattle Mariners. You know, you're right. It, it was all the Yankees on, uh, on Monday, but Luis Castillo is, held the Yankees in check for each of his first two starts. This will be the third time in, in less than a month that I think he's facing the Yankees. And the Yankees still sort of haven't been able to figure him out. Garrett Cole, not pitching like an ace. I'll tell you, he's, I think it's 14 runs allowed in his last three starts at 7.0 ERA. And, uh, you know, fading Garrett Cole, that one of my favorite new pastimes. So give me the Seattle Mariners now. Yeah, I'm all over the Mariners. Can't stand Cole. Um, made that pretty clear for the last four years um, <laughs> on this show. I think that this is a great spot to take the Pirates, even though they don't score any runs either. But probably the under, the better play there. And then, um, yeah, I, I don't know. Joe Ryan, it's like I like him, but I don't like him this much. He's he's so inconsistent. He gave up ten runs to the Padres, <laughs> five homers. So you gave up ten runs to the Padres. Like time for some serious self evaluation. Some soul searching. Yep. As we go to the we go to the parlay section of the show. Yeah, for my parlay today, I'm going to go with the over nine and a half uh, Braves Red Sox. I'll go with the Philadelphia Phillies on the run line. And I'll go with the over seven and a half Nationals Cubs. I'm going to take the... I'm going to take the over in the White Sox Royals game one. I'm going to take the over in the Rays Brewers game and I'll take the under in the Diamondbacks Pirates game. Anyways, thanks everyone for joining us. Make it a winning day. We appreciate each and every one of you.